Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business, here to share your stories and tips about our life as a married couple and as uh, business owners together. How's your week, Allison? It's been good. I made the ultimate mistake of looking at Facebook, though. Why? I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I was looking at all these people who are going to the beach with their kids and hiking and kayaking. It made me feel really bad about myself. And I had, you know, that working mom jealousy and guilt. And our boys are with my mother-in-law three days a week. And the two days a week that they're here with me, I'm still having to work. So I felt pretty bad. Um so Friday morning, I took him blueberry picking, which was f- so much fun. We haven't been since the boys were little. But then I felt guilty because you were at work and I didn't want them to tell you that we went. And it was the first thing they said when I walked in the door. Yeah. When you tell them not to tell me something. I didn't tell them not to tell you. I just was, I, I let them know that the daddy was going to be sad that we went without him. And so they were very concerned that you were going to be sad. Well, I think, Allison, you've got to yeah, – I, I was a little sad, but it's okay. And they needed to go do something, and I think it was fun for them to go do something with you. So I'm not upset. But I think that you also have to remember in that that guild phase of seeing people at the beach or the, the whole, you know, the whole uh, uh, Facebook envy that you had last week, to get to remember that we've done a lot of stuff with our kids too, and we get to take them down to the lake at least once a week to go kayaking and swimming and – you know, they're getting things yeah, to do. Yeah, uh, I know. My friend Amanda told me, stop being crazy. You, Lake Life 2020 looks great. I think like anything else, you, oh, and that's the bad thing about social media sometimes, is you look at it and you get that envy from, oh, look how much fun that person's having. I want to have that much fun. But their life's no different than yours. Right. You know? And I know that, and I, then I feel bad because I'm like, oh, I didn't get invited to do that. But I know they didn't invite us because they know that we're working. <laughs> we also, uh, but we also had a busy week last week with work as yes. well. Yes, last week was very busy for work. We had our quarterly owners meeting where we reviewed our, our goals for the year and kind of getting on pace, followed by our monthly mastermind meeting with Entree Leadership, followed by our personal budget meeting for the month. I felt like it was a catch-up week. It was a bunch of things that we hadn't done in a long time, so it was time to catch back up, and we just piled it all into one week. But I think it helped because if you remember last week, we talked about the fact that we were trying to find our focus, and we weren't really sure if we were heading in the right direction. So I think kind of having all of that stuff to recenter us both personally and professionally was helpful. Absolutely. And that kind of turns a little bit into what we're going to talk about this week, which is to talk about our yearly owner's retreat that we take. Yes. During our summer quarterly meeting, we start to talk about our fall annual retreat, which is like our big two and a half, three day meeting where we go off site and kind of talk about the business. And this isn't really a, you know, like a, a, an idea that poofed out of nowhere. A lot of companies, a lot of owners already do something similar. Many years ago, we were in another networking group with remodeling companies. And one of the couples who at the time had young children, and I was in my early 20s, they had said that that this is what they do, that once a quarter they go, once a year they go away and away from the kids. They have somebody watch the kids. They go to a hotel and they kind of just talk about the business. And so I always kept that idea in the back of my head and before we had kids, we could do that. We could do this meeting without traveling. But then, when we had our first son in 2011, it became much harder to have bigger business discussions. So, when he was about one, we started doing it. We booked a Homewood suite because we didn't have a lot of money at the time. The business was real small, and we were able to have a conference table and a 
kitchenette and a separate space from the bedroom. So, but do it on a budget. Well, and I think the biggest key to all of that is, is that it, it, it was by, by taking it away from either our home or our office, we took away all of those distractions. We took away anything that if it was the TV in our house or the yard that needed to be cut or the email or the phone ringing at work, whatever it might've been for those, you know, two, three days that we do it, it, it takes away all of those distractions that generally uh, can suck that time away from. Yeah, there's nothing else for us to do. We can't we can't be distracted by anything or people or the kids or anything like that. So you're just in the space with just the work stuff you brought along with you. One of the things that we did do to prepare for it is we created a very kind of stringent agenda. So we go into it with a TikTok of like from this time to this time we're going to talk about this. As we go through it in person, we adjust that time frame, but we we map it out so that we have very finite sessions of what we're going to talk about. Well, I think the first year that we did it, we didn't really have, we had all of the agenda items, but it, we didn't really have it scheduled to a T. And I think we learned that first year that we kind of bounced around a lot and we, we put a schedule to it. And after. we found that we were in crisis mode by sitting down and really having time to talk about it. We realized how dire situation the business was in and we came out of it with some good strategies and things that we said why have we never thought to do this before it's so simple so i think every time we meet we come out with some with new action items of things to make our process better and to go back to you know the reason why we did it and why we started it almost 10 years ago and and i mean on top of the having a kid and trying to get away and minimize the distractions. It was also a point at 10 years ago where we realized that we needed to bear down on our business in order to grow it. And so to stop the day-to-day looking at our business and being caught up in our business and move it to more about thinking about the future and setting goals that weren't just, you know, your weekly goal or your whatever month goal that was, a yearly goal that was a five-year goal that was a 10-year goal we were so busy working in our business we couldn't really work on our business and the structure of our business looked a lot different then and i think it was this past year i pulled back up the notes from that first meeting and i said look at the things that we were struggling with nine years ago we thought we were never going to get out of this but now look at where we are. So it was a good exercise to look backwards too, to see the things that we were struggling with and the budgets we had made and the goals we had made and, you know, how we're still working on some of the things we talked about then, but how much progress we've made. Because I feel like sometimes we don't, we're always looking for the next challenge and the next thing to improve and we don't realize how far we have come. So let's talk a little bit about the the way that we break down the agenda and the schedule for that that meeting, that uh, that retreat, if you will, talk a little bit about you know what we're trying to achieve each day. On so we have five main topics for the business that we go through, and we call them the soaps: the sales, the owner, the admin, the production, and then I add an F on the end for the finances. So those are like my five main categories that I put into our agenda. And and just to Sorry to interrupt, but just to ask you, why is finance is not under owner? Why do you break out owner and finances separately? So how we do it is owner can is sometimes our owner hat and then sometimes it's our 
personal hat as well. And the budget and the finance is such a big category in and of itself that I want to dedicate Typically, it's an hour to two hours as talking about just those things. We take each of those topics and in our agenda, we we set a time limit to how long we're going to talk about them. And then in their agenda, we have individual items that may be specific to that year to talk about for each one. Yeah. And we talk about what's working and what's not in each category. And sometimes, you know, we need a lot of time for sales. And sometimes we find that we don't need as much time as we thought we did. Um, And then we talk about what we want to change and improve and what has to be true for that to happen. And that's how we kind of backtrack to get some action items. We go through, we spend, usually it's a day and a half of just doing those individual sections. And then we have goal setting at the end. Yes. And during each section, we're setting maybe a goal and and we're kind of taking notes of that. And then at the end of the, the two days, we spend a good hour plus just reviewing all of the goals and we pick the top, what, five usually? Yeah, we look at all of the action items of things we said we needed to do and then we pull out four or five of the, of the key things and make commitments to get those done and a deadline by which we need to get those done. And sometimes those have a bunch of the action items we talked about, but it's kind of the big picture item that we want, that we each commit to working on over the next XYZ months. And we do this not necessarily just for you and I. We also sometimes put action items together for our management team as well. Right. And you write these on... We've got big poster board that everybody gets their own poster board and we mount them in everybody's office. And then as we go through the year and they hit those goals, we write done in big letters on them so they everyone can see the progress that they've made. Yeah. Anytime that they get a goal done, we try to do a little like celebration for them. We come in, you check it off. You're like, yeah, you did a good job. Yeah. So, you always need to celebrate the wins because it makes it keeps it keeps you going forward. So we do this retreat and the whole time we just go, we get there, we wake up at seven and we go to bed at nine and the whole time we just are 100% into doing these items? No, 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 no. It's exhausting. Um, So what we started doing, uh, initially we were always in like office parks and, you know, these hotels. The last time we did it, we rented a house, which was nice. Um, But I try to, we try to build in break times. And so we always go for a walk or get out and stretch our legs. Or sometimes when we're in a hotel, we work out at the gym. Um, That makes us sound like we work out and we really don't. But but yeah, a chance to have some white space away from the noise because I feel like the conversations are sometimes intense and it gives us a chance for our bodies to move, to get some fresh air, and then to rehash and kind of talk over some of those things like aside from what we're talking about. Yeah, I feel like for me, when we when we do the owner's retreat, the, the part that I look forward to the most is when you and I go for a walk, when we take our break and we go for a walk. Not just Not because, dinner. No, not dinner. Actually, no, it's not dinner. It's really the walks. Really, 100% is the walks. Not just because I get to spend time with you, but it's also, I feel like, and I don't know why, after we've spent an hour or two hours focusing on a topic, be it sales or owner or production or whatever it might be, then we 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 take a break. You know, we get a drink of water or whatever, and we go for, you know, a 20 minute or a half hour, sometimes even an hour long walk. And we talk that whole time. And I feel like it allows us to step away from the paper and the agenda 
and to think more about it and talk more about because I feel like every time we go on those walks, we come back and we take all of these notes down. And you're always like, oh, what did you say when we were on the walk about this and that? So I feel like those are always a place that you and I connect, or at least for me, that it allows my brain to go into like a different mode and calm down and not be overly analytical. And everything sort of comes to me a little. Yeah, it's not quite as intense. And it's also when we catch up on our Facebook. <laughs> Just kidding. One of the things I enjoy is the fact that it's it's we have built-in date night as well. Um, because we have two little kids, we don't often get out and have dates. And so when we we stop it, we stop at five and then we go to dinner and sometimes we go out or sometimes we just come back and watch TV. But it's like that's when we have the rule that it's not talking about work anymore. So it's it's date night. It's we're away for the night and back until the agenda starts up again the next morning. It's all personal time. Just you and me, you know, being grown ups. That doesn't happen very often. Sometimes it feels like. No, it is. It is a time. Um, and you have to remember when you're, you know, when you're working with your spouse, you can't, you can't make it all work all the time. And so, you know, we're aware of that on our, in our day-to-day lives when we are at home and we're aware of that when we do something like this, like an owner's retreat where, you know, there, this is work time, this is not work time. And you have to have that, you know, separation. One thing that I think has changed for us and is going to continue to change for us is in the agenda is the last two times we've met. It's been more difficult for us to answer some of our own questions because we're no longer the managers in every department. So we now try to include some of our key managers. And what we found in this last fall in 2019 was we really wanted to include more people. So but we were afraid we'd lose the owner aspect of it. So our hope was that in the spring of 2020, we do a manager's retreat and kind of do go through the soap, the sales, admin, production. And then in the fall, we would do an owner's retreat, which would deal less with those things and more with big picture owner plannings, our values, our long-term plans, our personal finances and how the business ties into them. Um, I'm disappointed that we didn't get to fulfill that vision this year, but I'm looking forward to doing it next year. And it was nice this past fall to be in a house as opposed to a hotel. Yeah, prior, this was the first year. So we have been, uh, up until this year, we had been generally finding like suites, hotels, Homewood Suites or or, or the like, um, where we had, you know, a common space and then we had a, a bedroom space. And that worked really well. I mean, it, it was it was great. I think a couple of things were true this year when we decided, last year when we decided to change it. One is we could afford a little bit more. So renting a house for the three days was you know, more in our budget range. Um, and two is I think that, you know, we found that um, in a house setting, um, it's a little more difficult to find the the setup as much as it was. You know, Homewood Suites, you knew what you were getting. Where with a house, we definitely went through a lot of houses to say, oh, I don't know if that, if that has enough of a working space for us. Because when we do it, I mean, we spread out. We bring stuff. We bring printers. Yeah, I took up the entire dining room. And when we looked at houses, it was very, I was looking for a very specific thing. You were looking for more of the amenities. And I was looking for, I want a dining room where I can sit here and we can have a production manager over there. And um, we found it. It, was great. it worked out great. Yeah, we're, we're, I mean, I would even consider going back to the same place. Talk a little bit about Allison 
about some of the other things we tried to achieve that that time. I mean, because we don't just pack it all with talking about the business. Sometimes we use it for educational purposes. Yeah. So depending on where we are and what we need, um, I try to either find videos or workshops or a couple of years ago, um, there was a one day event for a program that we were doing. So we signed up for that. And the whole first day of our agenda was participating in that live stream event. And then we use that as our jumping off place, which I thought was super intense, but really beneficial. Um, So I do try to incorporate, so it's not just a lot of talking. Um, I try to incorporate either an educational component on something or workshop time where we're behind on blogs or we need to do some research. So we block into time to do that as well. Um, A lot of times because we do it in the fall, that's when we look up what are we going to do for our Christmas party or those kind of things. Yeah. So there's also, there's a lot of, um, we also do a lot of planning for capital improvements in the business and other things. So it's, it's kind of, you know, all encompassing, but definitely the workshop time for me is something that I don't think we did the first maybe year or two. And then probably the third year, maybe the second year was the year that we, we were, we had the one day workshop that we did, um, online. And now you've, we've tend to do a little bit more of that, um, as we've gone on. And, and it's really nice to have that break of talking the whole time. This, and it's why this has to not, this can't be, we could do this all in one day. You could take it all with the amount of time and cram it all into one day, but it would be exhausting. It would be, it would be a lot. And, and, and so I think that's why you have to plan it over two or three days. But I think one day is better than no days. I think if you've never done it, you know, doing a basic strip down. We'll talk an hour about sales. We'll talk an hour about admin. We'll talk an hour about production. And we'll talk an hour about finances. And for in one day, you can get the meat of what you need done done. For us over the last 10 years, it's expanded. And that's kind of what we do during our quarterly meetings. During our quarterly meeting, we we hit the hot topics, the bullet points. Um, we don't do as in-depth of a dive, but it's a good touching base meeting. And, you know, I think one thing a small business owner is going to say, and I think some small business owners listening to that are probably thinking, you know, I don't have the time or the money to take that much time, two days away from my business. I don't have the the money to spend, you know, to go to a, a hotel for $200 a night or rent a house for $400 a night, you know, for a couple of days because, you know, I've, I'm work, I'm just... Um, it's my business. That's all I have is work on my business. What would you say to somebody that says that? I think that there's a ways to make it work to get started. I think that we were definitely those people. And that's why we went with the setup we went with. When we first did it, we did a Friday and a Saturday. Right. So it was one day away from the office and one one weekend day. Um, and by doing an extended hotel it was fairly inexpensive and we did it close to home. We we always do it within two hours of our house. So it's not a it's not a travel plan. It's just far enough away that we're away from the chaos. Um, but if you're in a position where you don't feel like you can even do the hotel, which we definitely have been in before, um, we've had our we've had our in our parents take the kids just away or, you know, try to cram it into while they're in school. Um, but I think that just like everything, getting started is the first step. If you only have the time to do it, 
in the eight-hour work period, do something. Um, make it small. Make it plan it out. I think that's the key to the success of it is I start two or three months before we meet starting the agenda and kind of really listening to what everybody's talking about and deciding how much time we're going to spend or what we're going to do for a workshop period. So, I mean, you don't have to take that much time, but for me, it's, I work on it when I get a chance. So I start over the summer kind of lining it up and the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Well, and I think the other key thing to remember with that is that you'll never grow your business. You'll never get out of the same cycle that you're in if you don't ever take a step back and look at things and plan for that growth or make a plan to get better, get bigger, whatever it might be. And so I think that if you're the, if you're a person that says, well, I don't have time, I got to go in the office and do my job because I don't have time to think about my business, then you're, you're never going to get out of that, that same cycle. The perfect time to start is now. There's, there's never a good time, you know, what in, if you schedule it and you commit to the schedule, you'll get it done. If you're starting in July saying October 28th, I have an all day meeting, then by the time October 28th comes, you won't have anything, you won't have anything you have to be at because you're going to tell everybody all along October 28th, I've got a meeting and a meeting with yourself is really important. You know, you don't, you wouldn't cancel on other people the way you cancel on yourself. So commit to yourself because you're never, we're never going to move forward if we don't slow down, look at what's working and figure out what we need to start improving on. So, so I guess if you're getting started, think the first thing to do is to, to sit down with your partner, your spouse, your significant other and, and make a plan. Make a plan for an owner's retreat. If that is a one day in your kitchen table, if that's one night away, whatever that might be, make a plan for it. And put it on the calendar now. Two, three months from now, put it on the calendar. So you, it's easier to commit to it when it's a little further away. And then just start thinking about what it is you want to talk about and write it down. What Michael Hyatt says, what gets scheduled gets done. So schedule it. Just make a plan for it. Um, and then I think the other thing you could do is is build, you know, sit down and do that, that, that analysis, take your soap or, your, you know, however you want, however you do it, take, take the sales, the owner, the admin, the production, however you want to break it out. We do it one way, you could do it another and build an agenda with that and build an agenda that has specific items. So if you were to talk about sales, you know, what are the items you would talk about during that? If you were to talk about your owner, you know, as owners, what, what are some topics you want to talk right. about? Right. So an example is, um, under admin we was when we do our marketing so i literally write down marketing goals for this year marketing goals for next year so we can t review them um things and like i just list out the questions we want to ask each other and talk about and so that way it recalls and starts the discussion for us and i think the final thing is if you do start doing this if you start to have an annual owner's meeting where you sit down and you set these goals and you set action items for you to complete uh, you know, throughout the year, you need to review them. So having quarterly, smaller quarterly meetings is really important as well to follow up on. And put that. your nerd in charge of making sure that the paperwork is ready to go. I am the person who is in charge of prepping the paperwork for all the meetings. And I give it to you in advance so you can review it. So two days before we have a quarterly meeting, I give you another copy of the commitments so that you can look at them and say, oh, I did them or I didn't do them. And I think 
that being able to hold each other accountable, you know, we hold each other accountable through that, through that process and holding your partner, your spouse, your significant other, that's an owner with you accountable through that will, will help you. So that's why those quarterly meetings, those touching bases and just looking at those items, you know, once a couple times a year before you go back and do that owner's meeting, um, is, is really important guys. Well, listen, thanks for listening this week. We really appreciate you. Please like, and subscribe and follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at biz married. You can just search married with a business on Facebook. We hope that you continue to work both on your business and your marriage. And remember we're married with a business. See you next week.